days. It's Friday. Um, this will be the last episode for this week. Um, I'm always coming over today and they spend the next couple of days with me. Uh, my ex and I are trying to do total 50-50 on everything. It's really hard, but anyway, um, looking forward to that for sure. And I'm in this, um, in this Marco Polo group with some ladies from Clovis, the nutrition company that I am part of and work for. And one of the ladies said that she stopped following some of the carnivore people that she was following before the carnivore diet advocates that she was following on Instagram and how much better she felt not watching like some burly man choke down a couple of ribeyes and like half a dozen eggs every morning and feeling like that's something that she would never be able to do and this is such a such a trigger for me and I'm gonna this is probably not gonna be a popular opinion (laughs) but I feel this way about dogmatic nutrition people but also about the body positivity influencers on Instagram um so hear me out you're also gonna hear my babies in the background because we're riding around to try to take a nap but there's like two camps of body positivity influencers and the term body positivity is really supposed to be in support of a movement of marginalized and differently abled bodies right so if you think about it practically applied like when was the last time you saw someone with a prosthetic in a lingerie ad or you know we have entire products that are designated to give you a Brazilian booty right it's just having different types of bodies that are usually minority or um, people with different disabilities whose bodies are hyper objectified to serve different demographics purpose but anyway so we're not even using the body positivity (laughs) term correctly Um, it's about them taking back their ownership of their bodies and the way that it's being used now is kind of incredible the ultimate of literally is like oh I want to feel positive about my body so hashtag body positivity and that is what it is that's not I mean I'm not gonna be able to do anything to change that but there seems to be two different camps on Instagram and one camp which is by far the vast majority of body positivity influencers are these stunning white women who maybe fall on the top of the straight size narrative but who basically have to either you have like acne issues or they have to contort themselves in one way or another to show you their roles or they have cellulite on their dogs and it's these are problems that only really arise in naked or bikini pictures or totally sans makeup pictures and they have massive followings and they're so congratulated for being so brave and they'll get 2,000 comments and you know 70 of them will be negative and they'll make sure that they copy and paste those so that you can see that they get hate too and it's just very interesting to me because the other camp are women who are in larger bodies not straight-sized bodies and the 
problems that they're experiencing are things like airplane seats don't work for me or things like not getting hired for a job that you're perfectly qualified for because someone that was straight-sized and made people more comfortable was there or things like that. Um, Going into a doctor's office because something's wrong and being told for the 5,000th time that you just have to lose a bunch of weight and perhaps not even having your ailment investigated at all because just, you know, well, it would all go away if you just lost weight. So these are two completely different experiences. The first can walk down the street like anybody else. And the second has to navigate the world in a different way because of the culture that we live in. And it just drives me bonkers. You can see that the hearts of some of the women in the body positive movement in Camp A really have good hearts and really want to serve and really want to help people. And so for me, maybe I'll listen to their podcast, but I can't follow them on Instagram because they're already, they're literally getting paid to model and then talking about their own struggles and not to invalidate anybody's pain at all. I'm obviously that there's things we all go through as women where we all dabble in disordered eating. I've yet to meet a woman who hasn't. We all dabble in body dysmorphia and we all kind of go through these things in different seasons of our lives and hopefully they aren't with us very long. But the difference is, is Camp A's struggle is 90% internal and Camp B's struggle is like 50-50, if not larger, kind of the imposition of society on what their bodies are, what their place is, and what it means about them that their bodies are what they are. And seeing all these women naked on the internet doesn't make me feel braver. It doesn't make me feel community. It doesn't help me, and maybe this is just my issue, expecting too much, but my problems are when I put clothes on in the morning and they don't fit my body. My problem is when I start a Marco Polo with my friends from Clovis and I don't want to be on video because they know that I work for a fucking nutrition company and I've had massive weight loss before and then I got real, real pregnant and I'm working to get it back, but it's taking even longer than it did with the big boys and my body's so different and seeing a stunning these women are all so gorgeous and I don't want to take that away from them woman on the internet who maybe has some rolls in her swimsuit that doesn't help me when there's a picture being taken and I don't want to be in it right does that make sense and so if that's not the point if the point isn't to make me or help me right no one can do it for you help you to feel not alone and empowered and to go enjoy your life I don't know where that's supposed to be happening I feel like seeing other women naked on the internet just really gives you permission to be another naked woman on the internet which is nothing to sneeze at (laughs) that takes a lot of balls too but I'm nowhere near there yet and it's so infuriating to hear about like someone struggling to love their body or someone struggling to be involved with their kids who 
you would swap looks with. You know what I mean? Like, who is, who seemed to be your idea of beauty and being a white woman who is just technically like left of center as far as straight sizes go I can easily see myself as them because they're I mean you know they're other white women who are just left of center I just happen to be further away from whatever the fuck society's goal is um than that these women are so I understand that the heart is supposed to be community and permission if that's what you need and empowerment but it almost for me it backfires I don't feel empowered with gorgeous women saying that they're miserable with their looks <laughs> like uh I don't know maybe I'm reading too much into it but it took me a long time to even be able to articulate it as poorly as I'm articulating it now because I would just scroll through and see these accounts and I don't want to call anybody out because to me that's cowardly right this isn't a conversation I'm having with somebody this is me talking to myself and posting it on the internet so I think that's the wrong way to go about talking about this but scrolling through Instagram and seeing these accounts and just feeling a pit in my stomach and not understanding why I wasn't getting what the poster's intention was out of the post and that's what I've just explained is kind of the best I can think of to to do it and comparing pain is always a losing is always a losing battle for everyone involved we cannot quantify and compare each other's pain we think that we can and we really like to try but we just we have no idea there's you know biochemical aspect of pain there's personal experience there's the threshold that you've established through your previous experiences childhood and whatever to experience handle process pain like we really can't it's apples and wheelchairs like those are the comparisons it's not it's not a thing but there is a part of me that when I scroll through and I see these pictures be like I that thinks I wish that was my problem I wish and that's toxic to me and it's not even what I think most well I won't say most a, a nice sizable respectable chunk of these women are trying to do when they post these pictures and that's why other mediums like podcasts and YouTube channels sometimes do a much better job of giving you that sense of camaraderie because it's just a picture it's just a picture and they're fucking filtered through the roof and they're edited and like we're experiencing this weird turn in culture where in order to be relatable we're not we but influencers are kind of highlighting their flaws to such a point where the authenticity is lost when you're slapping a filter on your photo that best shows the shadows of your dimples so that people can clearly see them that's not I don't know if that's honest you know I don't know if that's really relatable they were there without the crazy filter you know and then there's an argument of, well, if people are doing this as a business, it has to be professional and shoopity booty boop. But it's like, I don't, I guess they have to decide how they want to show up in the world. And frankly, right now with pandemic and all of that, um, online digital is a huge chunk of our worlds right now. So all that to say, I had to unfollow a lot of people on the Instagram 
and I think that we all should. I think that a quick way to start getting a little bit more pep in your step during the day, especially if you find yourself mindlessly scrolling in between things like I do because of my anxiety, um, pick out people that make you feel like I can't do that or I wish I had that problem like me or um, you can mute people now too. I know pregnancy is another really hot topic for people if you're struggling with infertility and your favorite influencer gets pregnant and is talking about morning sickness or something that just really triggers you just mute her for a minute she she won't even know I promise or he or they like it's not gonna matter you have to protect your energy and like I said there's a huge difference between accounts that make you feel less than that make you feel horrible and accounts that just ask you to maybe bend your mind a little bit that's always good that's a positive um, but anything that makes you feel a little threatened we have to re-examine so that's my sermon for today I'm gonna guess this is one of the longer episodes I've done <laughs> but um thank you for listening I will talk to y'all again on Monday probably no promises though Thank you for listening. Let me know what you think. You can find me at I was told Jack, J-A-C-Q, on Instagram. And let me know if this made any sense. If you vehemently disagree with me, I want to hear too. Because, I mean, I want to be a believer. I'm just struggling. So I hope you all have a great weekend. Please stay safe. And I'll talk to you again soon.